stays at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Chat already lighting up. How's it going, everybody? Uh, 49ers huge win over to the Seattle Seahawks divisional rival. And boy, that first half, that was interesting. That was an interesting first half uh, for the 49ers. And, um, you know, it didn't really end the way we wanted to. Jimmy Ward, you know, with the, the penalty that put the Seahawks into field goal range but when it came down to it the 49ers made some plays in the second half they made their adjustments and the offense got it done and the defense showed up when they needed to charles aminahue what a play what's up 49er minded how's it going bashar welcome to chat and i want to give some love to everyone that's in here how's it going jess traffic wtm what's up kndr uh welcome david campbell's in the house Ernest, brad what's up nico how's my guy he said brandon Ayuk's blocking downfield was sick on that td it was, right? If you want, if you want to tote the rock, you got to block. So if you no block, no rock, uh, and that was fantastic. And Chad is filling up with everyone. Uh, Ziggy, how's it going? Welcome, uh, Ronnie Montoya in the house. Longtime Niner fan, Joel, how's it going? Uh, it's it's gonna be a fun one. So let's just have a good conversation. Let's talk San Francisco 49ers. They're going to find out who their opponent is here in the next 48 hours. It will either be the Minnesota Vikings. Or it will be the winner of the Dallas Tampa Bay game. So uh, it, it's going to be one of those two things that are going to happen. The most likelihood is it'll be the Vikings, but you know you just never know. The New York Football Giants played them tough a couple weeks ago. And Ernest says for Staley, this one's for you. Yeah, the 49ers get a win over the the Seattle Seahawks. Their first playoff win over Seattle. A lot of people had thought that there was a history of 49ers versus Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs. Not the case. San Francisco 49ers had played the Seahawks one time, 2013, and it was a Seahawks victory. So the 49ers even it up, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. And let's see, uh, Ronnie says 40 piece. Yeah, there was a couple people that came in chat and predicted 40. I love it. I, I like when you know people go with their convictions and they find it. And David Campbell says, I'd like to send out a dude alert on Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock Purdy, you could tell maybe a little bit of nerves early on. You know, missed a, 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 some passes here and there. Uh, but when he showed up, he showed up in a big way. And he made some big-time throws. First game going over 1,000 yards. So that was huge for the San Francisco 49ers. They needed that. They needed, you know, Brock Purdy to play at the level he played. Um, they definitely did not win in spite of Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy was a big reason why, and the team overall, just fantastic. So, uh, exciting matchup for the 49ers, and now it's a wait and see a little bit. Uh, but uh, not wait and see for any of us here uh, who's excited about what happened. Let me let me go down here. We got a super chat. WTM with the super chat. Thanks, WTM. Says, this is our house. This is our world. Love the energy. I love it. A longtime Niner fan says, tremendous. It was fun. Joel says that first half was tight, but we did in the second half. Hashtag TCC. Donald says, hey, TCC, that second half was so fun. Yeah, the 49ers put the pedal to the metal. They executed. I think Seattle made a mistake when they decided to do a little extra twisting on uh, Tayshawn's leg, or Debo Samuel, as we like to call him. 
uh, because that ticked his, his team off. And after that, the 49ers run game got going. The guys up front started moving forward. But you could tell Kyle Shanahan made some great adjustments along the offensive line, um, and they, they made a lot of moves. And then also, uh, when you when you look back at you know what they did on defense, D'Amico Ryans made some adjustments. Diomedo Lenore came through uh, with some big plays. Uh, it, it was fantastic. So I was up. And what's up, SG? How's it going? Brad says, what do you think of the squib kick? It would have worked if Jimmy Ward does, does do, doesn't do the super thing. The stupidest thing I've seen Jimmy Ward do in an NFC championship game on OBJ. Um, hated the squib kick overall. Uh, with 13 seconds left, you kick the ball out of the end zone. You let them start at the 25. And then they have, you know, to get into field goal range, they're going to have to pick up 40 to 50 yards. To me, the squib kick was unneeded. Uh, I think you could, you know, if, if you're talking 20 to 25 seconds, I understand the squib kick, use some of the clock. You're hoping that Parkinson's going to grab it and fall straight on it. As someone who ran a lot of squib kicks as a coach, I didn't like it in that situation. Um, so I wouldn't have done it. I was upset when that happened. I've cooled down, of course, and the four years will learn from that. Uh, but you're right. The Jimmy Ward, you know, penalty is what ends up putting them in field goal range. Uh, and you just can't have those things happen. Luckily, the 49ers, for the most part, played very smart football and were able to overcome. Travis says, man, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during the interview or during whatever was said at and done at halftime. Yeah, I'm sure Kyle went in there and talked about, hey, we know what we have to do. You know, we just got to execute. We could have easily had three touchdowns on offense. And defense, just tighten it up. You know what I mean? Just tighten it up. And we'll be okay. And I, I think if, you know, if that's probably just the way they went about it, made a couple adjustments here and there, uh, nothing crazy. Uh, we got a super chat from WTM. Thanks, super, thanks WTM for the super chat. That's 41 points out of the gate demonstrations. Yeah, it's uh, 49ers making plays, making things happen. Uh, BB50 said, halftime had me a bit concerned. I think uh, pretty much everyone had some concerns at halftime after what had happened, you know, in that end of that half, all the momentum going Seattle's way, but much respect to the 49ers for showing up on that first drive and getting it done. And, and that was spectacular. And that's what you have to do. And I, I thought they did a really good job. And, you know, when the 49ers are, are rolling, they're hard to stop. And you could see the offense once again, 30 point, 30 plus points a game, uh, Brock Purdy with another game of two touchdowns per game. He's done it in every single game. It's been spectacular. Uh, this is this is what we've learned to expect from Brock Purdy. Does he have moments where he, he made us rookie, you know, made us think he was a rookie? Of course. But I thought he settled in, and by the end of the game, he was making good decisions. Uh, he never, even though at halftime they said he threw interception-worthy passes, I didn't feel like he did. I thought he did airmail some, but they fell, you know, fell harmlessly. Um, so overall, I thought Brock Purdy did a pretty good job. He always says, Ant, did you see the plug before the game? Brock Purdy, Paul Heyman. I didn't see that. Uh, so I was watching the the preview show over on uh, MS, uh, NBC Bay Area, and they had Nate Diaz doing one. And I, I listened to Nate Diaz doing that. So uh, I did not see that, but I'm going to have to check that out for sure. I need that Brock Purdy from Paul Heyman in my life. Nico says, who's going to the 49er playoff game? I kind of want to go. It's going to be good. It's either going to be, you know, uh, Minnesota or Dallas and Tampa Bay. Either way, it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. Google account. How's it going, Google account? It says, this was incredibly satisfying. It is. Ziggy says, almost 45 if Ayuk had that catch. Brock all the way to the left. Brock to the middle. Brock all the way to the right. Throws it in the back. And I mean, Ayuk trying to keep his feet in. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And Davis says, McCaffrey's a flat-out stud. 
Yeah, I mean, if Carolina wanted more draft picks, uh, you could you could say that he's worth it. He's worth every single penny of it. Donald says, do you think Purdy had trouble because of the rain? Because I think it was a combo of rain and nerves. Bingo, I think, Donald, I think you hit it square on, square on the head. Um, I think there was a little bit of nerves, you know, and I mean, he'll settle in now. Uh, but I also do think the rain probably played a little bit into it. You know, and it can even get in your head, the way you grip the ball and everything. Uh, could sometimes get in your head. And Nico says, I also like the big, yeah, the big uh, cock-a-doodle-doo Brock sign. Uh, I can't believe they showed it on TV. I can't believe they showed it, uh, but it was funny. And Edgar, what's up? It was up to the Niner bros. Uh, rhythm and intensity, exact moment we won. Yeah, what's up, Hugo G? Welcome to chat. Long time says Lenore's pick, a great confidence builder for him. And actually, I think, I can't wait to watch the L22. I think Lenore played fantastic in this game because even when DK made catches on him, uh, they were contested. Uh, he was working across his body. He was driving on footballs. Yama Lenore was playing good, and I think that's a good sign. Did Charverius Ward have some struggles? Yeah. He went. He tried to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with DK, and DK got him a couple times today. But um, you've seen the adjustment after DK almost got him again. They had safety help over the top in the second half. But they almost got him again, and after that, D'Amico's like, you know what? Quarters, cover three. We're going to put you over the top. We're going to let you play off, and that's exactly what they had to do. Brad says, whoever spoke to Brock at halftime got him calmed down, uh, deserves the medal. I'm guessing it's Brian Greasy, right? It's got to be Brian Greasy. It's got to be Clay Kubiak. Those guys are in his ears. Uh, to me, those were the guys that were going to handle it, and it was it was good. And Ziggy says, Purdy got a, a better... Uh, Better at the quarterback sneak. The first one was fantastic. Number one, the 49ers put, ended up taking McCaffrey from the backfield and put him at tight end. He lines up in a three-point stance in line. I wonder when the last time he was in a three-point stance. And then they take Debo and they motion him back behind and you get all that attention of him there. And then you go ahead and you quarterback sneak it. That was smart. The second one, they just straight up got behind him and drove him into the end zone, which I love. I still believe McCaffrey was in on the play before. Uh, but it was cool because then Brock Purdy, three touchdown passes, one rushing. He almost had four, like was brought up in chat earlier. Uh, Brock Purdy, he showed up. WTM says, what grade do you give our O-line today? I think pass protection, it has to be an A. They consistently blocked well for Purdy. I seen Aaron Banks get thrown on the ground one time, and that was the sack. Uh, but Purdy had time, lots of time in this game. You can't keep everyone out all the time. So I thought that was a good job. I thought he did good. Uh, I thought they did good. And then run great. As the game went on, they picked it up. So um, overall, I'd probably give them like an A- minus in this game. And I think I'm I'm cool with that. I'm happy about it. Yeah, and Golden Dragon say Nick Bosa with the fumble recovery changed the momentum. Charles Aminahue nearly had the sack early. Uh, Gino was able to get away. But this time, he puts his hand out, tips the ball. Ebucom hits Gino. Ball on the ground. It felt like it took forever for Nick Bosa to get on it. But Bosa got on it tighter than a lid on a pickle jar. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Bosa, right place, right time. I loved it. Uh, BV says, I was amazed how clean the 49ers played. Not many flags. And I would like to give major props to the referee group. This referee group called a fantastic game. They were not going to be a deciding factor in this football game. When tempers flared, they went in and handled it. They didn't throw unnecessary flags. It was a great performance by this referee crew. So bravo to them because they could have easily stepped in and made some other calls and they did not. Uh, I loved it. So that that it's it was nice to see that refereeing mentality coming out of NFL refs. Hope it stays like that for the rest of the playoffs. 
Marvin Purdy said uh, Purdy had 331 yards, 80 completions, and three TDs. And some, I mean, some big time plays. The Debo Samuel one, huge. Uh, you had the Christian McCaffrey explosive run. Uh, 40 yards were full of explosives in this game. It, it's really, really fun to watch. Uh, and I think, you know, that's what's nice about 40 yards football. And what's up, Lou? How's it going, Lou? Says Kyle has been fantastic getting the team focused in the second half this year. He has, and his adjustments have been on point. Spectacular, uh, which is, is great. And that word was used in chat for good reason it was spectacular extra day of rest coming from Ernest. and what's up uncle rob how's it going me and uncle rob were texting during the game uh said niners were dancing like white people in the first half but finally found the rhythm in the second uh you know what's interesting i felt like the offense played pretty well but stalled out inside the red zone in the first half they had opportunities they kind of lost some yardage and wosu played good off the edge for seattle made some plays uh, and kind of caused the 49ers to have, instead of second and medium or third and, and short, ended up having third and longs in the red zone. And those weren't good. So I think those are some of the things that, you know, the 49ers can improve on a little bit. Uh, but it was nice. And Jay Ellie says, holy hell, those those ticket prices for the Super Bowl, it's going to be, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I've already kind of come to the uh, understanding, unless I get tickets from some sort of corporation, I'll never be able to afford going to a 49ers game uh and what's up tommy tommy says we whooped that ass uh definitely in the second half handled business dk went from smiling and dancing on the sideline in the first half to standing there with a blank stare uh at the end of the game it was it was it was good to see i love to see it wtm says what grade do you give our d line i'm gonna give the d a d line a uh b plus i think there was some plays out there where they could have got a couple more sacks on geno smith uh, a couple times where they got washed in the run game but they played good. They played hard. And when it came down to it, they made plays at the end. Um, of course, I always reserve the right to adjust my grade once I watch the All-22 because some things uh, make more sense when you watch it in that type of view and that type of setting. Brad says Brock set all uh, Brock set all sets of records today. First 49er rookie quarterback to start a playoff game. Three TDs and one rush uh, touchdown. And the greatest incomplete pass of all time. <laughs> Daly says wasn't even a complete game all the way around and still a huge dub. It was. You got to get those wins. That's the thing. When you get to the playoffs, it don't matter if it's pretty, if it's ugly, it don't matter. Just get the win. That's what's important. Uh, Tommy says we were getting dominated in the in the trenches in the first half. Yeah, I honestly think the 49ers made some adjustments, but also uh, the mentality changed when they started when they when that happened with Debo. I think that woke the 49ers offensive lineup, and after that, it was like mush city, and they were just moving forward. Jay Hill, what's up, Jay Hill? Says 330 passing yards, third most by a 49er quarterback in the playoffs. Crazy stat. Just like they showed that stat, first five starts, and uh, Brock Purdy has the most, you know, touchdowns in first five starts ever. Spectacular. And Hugo G showing love for Jordan Wilson. That's how it should be. Flying under the radar, but you're right. The last Charles Vinnie sack does not happen without Jordan Willis making him step up in the pocket. Willis getting the pressure. Uh, and Matthew Matthew Rowley loving Brock Purdy may actually be a god. Brock Purdy is showing that he's got some football uh, skill, and he's definitely one of those guys people are going to have to worry about. I didn't think the moment was going to be too much. It looked like it was. It looked like it was going to be too much for Brock Purdy, uh, but it's it, it hasn't been too much for Brock. He settled in. He played well. Uh, huge fan of what it what it looked like. Um, Travis's only ref c complaint I had is when Debo got the ankle lock put on him. I'm with you. I mean, and you know what? I was glad that they didn't throw any flags when tempers flared. They just kind of broke it up. So 
It's good. And um, Bratz has no offensive flags all game. I think more on special teams had a bad flag on Jimmy Ward. That's all I can think of. It was pretty good. I mean, I think there was the one right down the stretch on Samuel Womack, uh, but most. And then uh, Ziggy says that throw to Jennings, though. So it's funny. In the first quarter, he missed a touchdown pass to Jawan Jennings. If he gets the ball out quicker, a little less air on it, it's a touchdown over Tariq, uh, Tariq Woolen. Um, that next throw that he made to Jawan Jennings, I'm talking about the one in the second half down the sideline. I mean, he snuck it in there past Quandre Diggs. A big-time throw. I mean, the dude has, I mean, he's just got it. You know I mean? He's, he's not worried about making those throws. It was it was fantastic. And Jaylee says Jay Will, uh, uh, Jordan Willis was close to getting tossed out. I've never seen Jordan Willis even that mad before. They say he don't even talk. He was ticked off. It was fantastic. I love seeing a little fire from Jordan Willis. Uh, I mean, dude's a dude's a stud. And Ivan Gonzalez, what's up, Ivan? How's it going? Says Brock making it hard for Trey. Brock's making it hard for everyone. You know what I mean? He's making it hard for every other team that passed on him. He's making it hard for any quarterback that wants to start for the 49ers. He's making it easy for the 49ers brass, and he's making it easy for his teammates because he's making good reads. He's making sound decisions, and he's making plays happen. He scrambled in this game. He got away from pressure. He threw the ball away. He extended plays. Uh, to me, Brock Purdy uh, is a big reason why the 49ers are where they are, and I don't expect it to slow down anytime soon. Oscar says, have a blessed day. Go 49ers. Thanks, Oscar, for showing up. I really appreciate it. Chris says, I think that uh, BCB is now proven. We keep Lance to learn uh, the legend and get the first-round pick from him. Um, it's interesting to see what will happen in the offseason right now. Enjoy it. Uh, enjoy watching Brock Purdy do the things that he does, the magic that he can pull you know, out of uh, his butt, basically. Uh, and just enjoy that, and then we'll see what happens with Trey Lance in the offseason with Brock Purdy. Um, but we still got, you know, hopefully three more football games for the San Francisco 49ers this season. And if we do, uh, Brock Purdy is, you know, exactly what the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan have been looking for at the quarterback position. Uh, so excited about it overall. Jason says Playground Purdy. I like that name. Ooh, Playground Purdy. And there's a super chat from David Campbell says, thanks for all you do and code Niners. Well, thank you so much, uh, David, for uh, the gift and all the support. I mean, David's one of the best. He's over on Patreon. Uh, he's been a channel member before. He's just always uh, involved in the content, big supporter. And uh, this is the reason why I love doing the, doing the shows and interacting with the TCC is because of people like David, uh, special people. And all you guys in chat are great people and, uh, that's what's fun about talking 49ers with great 49er fans like yourselves. What's up, Noodles? How's it going? Arnold says, let's go, Niners, baby. Yeah, welcome to chat. Uh, yeah, Niners. Whew. Uh, second half was a lot funner to watch than the first half, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Arnold says, secondary needs a case of Red Bull for the next game. It looked like Lenore had wings when he drove on that ball and intercepted in front of Tyler Lockett. I like Lenore overall. I didn't think we really had any uh, mishaps from... Tawano Hufanga either, a second straight game where I believe he played with good eyes. And then I thought, you know, once again, Gibson played well. That time they tried to run read option with Geno Smith, and he, it was in the first series and he flew up and made the tackle. That was spectacular. So I think that they've been doing pretty good. Uh, I was happy with it. We just had, you know, Traveris Ward had a couple times he got beat. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get beat sometimes by a guy like DK Metcalf. He's a freak of nature. Uh, but, you know, expect Traveris Ward to tighten it up. And for them to figure out, you know, hey, we can't always go one-on-one -on -one with DK. But when we do, we got to get, we got to do better than that. 
Uh, WTF says, Coach Ant, does this game give you more confidence in this team? If so, how? Um, I, I had a lot of confidence in them already, but I think the way that you got to feel is no matter what kind of game they're in, right? If they're if they're dominating, they're gonna win. If they're if it's if it's close, they're gonna come come away with the big win. They've proven that all the things you know, all the all the ways that you have to win, they can win. A defensive battle, they can win. A shootout, they can win. Uh, being down at halftime, they can win. Uh, so I think that the four years have proven they can go any different way to win a football game. Anonymous says my prediction stuck. I'll take the win. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, we're all we. A lot of us got predictions wrong, and that's okay. Uh, but we didn't get the 49ers winning wrong, which is the most important thing. What's up, Ben? How's it going? Says refs were terrible in the first half. So, uh, ben didn't like the calls, and and that's okay. Uh, Pern, what's up? Says that's what they get for trying to play dirty. Trying to break Debo's ankles. Uh, hashtag red and gold karma. 49ers got ticked off and they came out and they played hard. And Chris says the next coming, Montana, then Brady, then back to the Bay and Purdy. Interesting. BV says that corner of the end zone past Ayuk. It was a great pass. It was fantastic. 49ers gal, if we get through uh, with nothing major injury side, it will be good. So Vikings or Giants? No, it's actually Vikings or Buccaneers or Cowboys. So tomorrow's game, Vikings versus Giants. If the Vikings win, it's set. 49ers versus Vikings next Saturday. If it's the Giants that win, then the winner of the Monday night football game between Tampa Bay and Dallas would come to San Francisco or to Santa Clara to play the 49ers on Sunday next week. Uh, that's my understanding. Um, Coach, yeah, did Cap extend plays more or less than Purdy? Uh, I would say... It's different because Cap was more willing to run and he was so dynamic as a runner that he didn't always keep his eyes downfield to throw the football. Uh, he did some, but that's what Brock does the most. Um, so, yeah. And Marvin says, understand if the Giants win, they go to Philly. 100%. 100% fa- uh, right. Uh, Siggy, what's up, Siggy? How's it going? Says, what's up, faithful? Woohoo. <laughs> uh, Arnold says, Brock has some big boy stones. He ain't afraid, that's for sure. He ain't afraid. Ziggy says, I love how Purdy changed it up from running to his left to running to his right for a couple of good plays. Yeah, he's going to have to continue to modify the way he escapes the pocket. And teams are going to have to continue to watch, you know, are, 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 the players on the team are going to have to continue to learn how to move without the football in the scramble drill. I think they're going to get better as they get more chemistry and get used to what Brock Purdy does when he scrambles. Uh, Brad says, who you got in tonight's game? That's right. We got the Jags playing tonight. Um, it's going to be a good game. Jags and Chargers. You know what? I, I, I'm I going to take the Jags. I'm, I'm not 100% it's going to be there, but I enjoy watching the Jags play. I, I'm going to root for Arden Key. Uh, I like, you know, um, Josh Allen, the edge rushers, and I, I like watching their defense. The You know, it, it was good. Uh, Matt Burgos, what's up, Matt? Says Lions would have been a better game it probably would have that's why we didn't want to play you matt and no, we don't want better games we want blowouts we want to win the super bowl right so you're right i mean lions are probably a better team than seattle uh and that's why it was the my favorite matchup that it, i wanted to play seattle the most daily says what uh was going to ask you your merch site jess knows yeah jess is on it uh so if you guys want to get merch you can click that link it's in chat and head over to Fournier's Cutback Shop.com. And Fournier Gal says, we need depth at quarterback. And we're going to get some because probably here, as long as Fournier's can get through the divisional round, 
against Minnesota or who, or whoever it ends up being, the 49ers will probably get Jimmy Garoppolo back for the NFC Championship game, and that means depth uh, because then they could probably add Josh Johnson to their practice squad just in case, uh, but they'll be pretty set. And I've liked the way they've handled their practice squad. I like the way they've handled their roster decisions overall. Janoris Jenkins got some more snaps today. Um, I look for a decision to be made this week on Ambry Thomas. And so that's something to monitor too. Diggy says the only thing I'm worried about is the is the inconsistency. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you're consistent. The one thing I I was happy with is there wasn't three and outs from the 49ers offense. It was consistently that they were moving the football. Uh, did it stall out, which I'm not a huge fan of? Yeah. Uh, but they moved the they moved the ball, they moved the sticks. And when you do that, you give yourself an opportunity. And and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for an opportunity, you know, to make plays. So uh, and Ivan, what's up? So CMC, Debo, and Elijah are great backcourt. Uh, yeah, it was good to see the, the 49ers using all their weapons. And Debo being a big force in the passing game, some of those uh, crossing routes he caught where he was able to get first downs, it reminded me eerily of 2019. Um, you know, I mean, it's just like it's like the same thing. He gets the ball, and he makes things happen. Donald says, uh, who, do you who would you rather play against? Give me the Vikings. I want the Vikings... Uh, they struggle on defense. They found they've been finding ways to win, uh, but against good football teams, they've been able to get blown out. So I, I want to play the Vikings, and then after that, I probably would want to play, uh, I guess Tampa and then Dallas. But I, I'm not really really worried about any of those. I think the 49ers have the potential to beat all of them. And then Ivan says Niners need to clean up their passing defense. Yeah, I mean there's some things they need to work on, and the good news is they won a football game, and now they can go back to the drawing board and work on those things. Uh, it'll be a different sum of weapons. If it's the Vikings, you have to worry about Justin Jefferson. That's not easy. Um, so it's a little bit different. You have to stop Dalvin Cook. So these teams are going to be coming in. The weapons don't stop. It don't matter who you're playing. Gailey says Charveris Ward wasn't as physical at the line of scrimmage and got slapped for it. And I felt like he kept getting it like stumbling a little bit. Uh, the one deep down the field, uh, he thought DK Metcalf was about to break that one off. And he didn't. He kept running the go route. And he made a big play down the field. So uh, I think he got, you know, he, he fell into a little bit of a lull there where he thought he had it. And what's up, Tony? How's it going? Welcome to chat. Um, Traffic says, no matter what happens from here on out, I can say rest easy knowing we eliminated the Seahawks. Uh, it does feel better. It does feel better. And Ivan says, Niners versus Giants NFC Championship game. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. I'll take it. I'll take it, Ivan. Matthew says, most important takeaway from this game, Purdy had the heart to bounce back from a tough first half. Stick it in there. He's sticking in there. Gary says, you, th you thought you saw a Purdy cat. Uh, the Bay is straight up gamer. He is the truth. I like that. Um, Vasla says, go Seahawks. It didn't work out for him. Uh, Davis's cap was a, a galloping runner. Purdy is more elusive in the pocket. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, once once Cap, you know, had his legs going, it was it was pretty uh pretty fantastic. Brad says so. Pat McAfee show had a super boost for our game. Uh, ooh, okay. What's up, Gary? How's it going, Gary? In the house. Always love when Forty Yards Fogies Gary comes through. Uh, and James says, "Screw Jimmy, we have BCB." Uh, it's not so much about anything to do with Brock. It's just back up in case something heaven forbid happens to brock uh but in no case do we want you know jimmy garoppolo starting coming off an injury we're very very well content with brock he's been tearing it up uh there would be no reason to replace 
Brock at all. So that's not what I'm implying. What I'm implying is that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better option as a backup quarterback than Josh Johnson. That, that's what I'm implying. Matt Burgo says, winning games is this way. Up to expectations, must make fans feel confident in their run to the Super Bowl. Agreed. Uh, agreed. And WTM says, hit the love button. Not just the like button, but hit that love button. There you go. Brad Jones says, Kittle TD plus Kittle 25 plus CMC over 50 all yard. Niners money line, Purdy 200 plus. Only thing Kittle TD technically didn't hit. You're right. You are right. Um, no injuries from Tony. That's that's huge. That's huge. I mean, and that's the thing. If you can come out of these games unscathed, that's big. And you saw that the what the 49ers did in this game, able to get out their defense for that last drive that Seattle had. You know, no Fred, no Dre, uh, getting Charvarius out. Even Lenore was out. They had Womack in. Uh, it, it was fun to see. It was really fun to see. Uh, and that's what you want. You you got to have that no injuries. That's what we got to have. Um, let's see. 40 yards gal says, look like the pitch survived okay considering the weather. Yeah, the, they did pretty good. It didn't rain as bad as they were anticipating there for a while. I mean, it was coming down in Northern California. It looked like this game was going to have tons and tons of rain on the field. The wind was howling. And then at some point, you know, it just, it just kind of cooled off and you could see on the on the video the 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 sun came out and the field looked nice and everyone felt really really good about it uh it was it was nice and i think that's what the 49ers needed the 49ers needed the you know the rain to kind of go away um so that way you know that way they could uh be the the team that they are and, and take care of business and they did it in this game they they really did they executed in the second half that second half was fun to watch I mean, besides that, you know, touchdown late by Seattle, the 49ers scored, outscored them in the second half 25-6. to six. Um, To me, that's just a great performance by the San Francisco 49ers and what you like to see overall. Um, 49ers, you know, had th uh, 33 first, or sorry, 33 minutes in time of possession. They were losing time of possession in the first half. They won with their second half performance. They got two more first downs, over 500 yards of offense. They got over 300 yards passing over 180 yards uh, running the football. So this is, you know, the third game they went over 170 against the Seahawks. Um, they had uh, oh, one more play than the Seahawks, so not a lot different, but yards per play, 49ers 7.9, Seahawks 5.3, and turnovers, you knew it was going to happen. Seattle has been inevitable about turnovers. They turned the ball over every single game except one, and they turned the ball over twice in this football game. The 49ers played clean. And part of my uh, while that's bold was that Brock Purdy wasn't going to turn the football over, and he did not. Uh, so, so that was good news overall. It was no turnovers for us for three uh, turnovers. They did not quite get to three turnovers. And then I had them holding the Hawks under 30%. I don't know if they ended up getting to that number either, um, but they did a pretty good job overall with uh, the way things were going. So um, Karate Cherry is saying refs are cheaters. Uh, don't, I don't think so, but, um, you never, you never know how people feel about these. Uh, let's see. Um, Marvin says the Niners brought in groundskeeper from Seattle to help get the field in order because the rain they got. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, so that's an interesting fact. And Marvin says he got paid all along with a plane ticket, hotel room expense, etc. He did good. LOL. Uh, I like it. And, uh, yeah, Marvin's keeping it clear. If the Giants win, 
Uh, they go to Philly. They're not coming to San Francisco. The NFL reseeds their playoffs. Uh, what's up, Zach Francisco? How's it going? John's in the house. He said, my score prediction, 31-14, was looking good for about a minute. And then open up the floodgates in the second half. And you know what? I'm glad the 49ers did. Even though I love your 31-14, I love that the 49ers offense went off for over 40. Uh, that's that's huge. Um, and and what's up to uh, what's up to the Seahawks fan? But I, I'm not I'm not saying your name right. Probably be Maz Noon. Uh, says good game from a Seahawks fan. Uh, go win it all for the NFC West. Uh, good you know good energy brought to chat right there. And the Seahawks played well today. Uh, the first half, they played really good. They weren't able to stay with the 49ers for a full game, uh, but they had some shiny moments. They have a young team. And Kenneth Walker still a beast. Uh, in Wolves, who looked good coming off the edge. DK Metcalf made some plays. Uh, so it was a fun game, but in the end, you know, the 49ers were just too much, and that's really good. Long Time says, reports out there that uh, there are suspicions of Eagles cheating at kicking game. I did uh, Really? I, I hadn't heard anything about this. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see you know, what comes out about any of this stuff uh, as far as, you know, Eagles and everything else. Uh, so we'll see how it plays out. But, I mean, the 49ers, you know, stat-wise, we're handling business out there, um, you know, which is which is fun to see. And uh, I was looking at, the you know, the game stats, and, you know, the 49ers were just handling business overall. And then when you look at the stats of the, of the team, I mean, Brock Purdy, 18 of 30, uh, 60%, that's lower than normal. His QBR still up to 137.5, though. The no interceptions is what's big. And then you got McCaffrey in the running game. He, of course, he had the 68-yard long run, but he ends up getting 119 yards rushing. They had uh, McCaffrey, Debo, Brock Purdy, and Jordan Mason carry the ball, plus Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell didn't really have a lot of success running, although he did run over Ryan Neal in the fourth quarter. Uh, Debo, welcome back. But look at, listen to the averages on these catches for the 49ers. It was big plays all day. Debo Samuel, over 22 yards per catch. Brandon Ayuk, 24 yards per catch. Dewan Jennings, 20 yards per catch. George Kittle, 18.5 yards per catch. Elijah Mitchell, uh, 12.5. It, it's, I mean, they're double digits all the way across the board besides McCaffrey and Juszczyk. Um, And those are running backs. It was It was really, really nice. Armstead with the sack in the first quarter. Charles Amenehu gets credited with two sacks because he knocked the ball out of Geno Smith's hands and then the one in the fourth quarter. So overall, I mean, the 40 yards offense clicking at a high level, and that's good news. I mean, that's that's what you need. You need to have explosive offense that can help your defense. Uh, it, it's good. <laughs> Jay Ellie says, uh, needed more number 24 on those short yardage plays or just in general, there's just too many playmakers on this team. It is. There's a lot of guys that can make plays. And Siggy says, really feels great to whip the Sea Ducks. It did feel great. David Campbell says, how can you cheat in kicking helium balls? I don't know. You know, maybe we're going to get more deflate gate kind of stuff or something like that. Steve Kelly says, you dropped the highlight of the game. Great job and win Niners. You're right. It, it was great. And you're right. He did drop one. Um, uh, Let's see. Tom says, thank you, Seahawks, from saving the Packers from another embarrassing loss to the 49ers. Oh, that's funny. Uh, pretty funny. Uh, let's see. It, it's always like an interesting thing, you know, you, how people are going to perceive football games uh, and how they perceive seeing it. But, um, you know, 49ers versus Seahawks is in the books. 49ers with a huge win, 41 to 23, handling business. You know, they kind of started frustrating Geno Smith as the game went on. He tried to make too many things happen. 
Uh, ended up throwing two incomplete or ten incompletions. He only had one at halftime. Um, he throws the one interception, the one Yama Lenore got to. Uh, Kenneth Walker was held under seventy yards. So um, even though he had some good runs in this game, he was still held down. TJ Dallas only had uh, thirteen yards total. Um, I mean, the 49ers rush defense showed up again. The pass defense was a little bit of a struggle. Uh, mainly DK Metcalf, 10 catches. Uh, you know, he ended up getting two touchdowns, a second touchdown in mop-up time. But he had a big, deep one down the sideline for 50 yards. Tyler Lockett, six for 39. Kay Johnson, three for 39. Kobe Parkinson, three for 14. Um, it just, you know, I mean, if you start looking at the stats, there wasn't really a lot there. And the 49ers did a really good job blowing up Kenneth Walker. Uh, that was what the Seahawks were saying. You know, hey, the Niners haven't seen Kenneth Walker yet, but he walked out of the game with a 4.2 average. He did have the nice touchdown run. He outflanked uh, Drake Greenlaw on the outside and, and was able to scamper to the end zone. Uh, but overall, it was a good performance by the 49ers defense, and they definitely did stop the run. Um, WTM says, Coach Ant, what's the biggest uh, biggest plus to take away from the game? Is that the four years are going to find a way to win. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't really matter what, what you do. You find a way to win, and they did that. So, Marvinson, hit that like button. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, and if you're watching and you've never been on the channel and you want to subscribe, really appreciate it. Uh, we're, we're pushing, uh, getting you more subscribers all the time, and we always like having people join the Cutback crew. Um, Four-year gal says, bet other NFC teams were pulling for the Hawks. How different the weekend would have been for us. And for other teams, NFL breathed a sigh of relief. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of teams would have loved for the San Francisco 49ers to go down. It would have made their road easier. Philadelphia would have got Seattle, which would have been huge. Uh, you know, things would have changed for sure. And that means, you know, with a Minnesota win, they would have hosted Dallas or um, Tampa Bay. So things changed in a big in a big way. Debbie Simpson, can you break down that scramble Elijah TD catch? That was so wide open near the goal line. Well, what happens is once you start moving around in the pocket, um, linebackers start wanting to go towards you. They get fidgety. Uh, at some point, they have to commit to either quarterback or player. And if they commit to player, then it opens a lane for quarterback to run. So when Brock Purdy got up, he was avoiding pressure in the pocket. Once he stepped up and out to the right, he's got two choices. He can throw it to Elijah Mitchell or he can run. The defender decided they were going to go towards Brock Purdy thinking that they could help make a play, and that left Elijah Mitchell wide open. Boom, touchdown. Uh, it, it's so smart by Brock Purdy. He has great vision. He has great eyes. Uh, he doesn't miss a lot. Even when they were saying, Debo's wide open, you know, and he took a shot down the field to Brandon Ayuk, you could tell from the reaction of Kyle Shanahan pulling Debo, I mean, I'm sorry, pulling Brandon Ayuk for the next play, but also Brock Purdy yelling that it was supposed to be down there. That's number one. Uh, and then number two, Debo wasn't that open. Quandre Diggs was hanging out. It would have been a catch. Uh, but it wasn't like they said, he's wide open. It wasn't all that, uh, for sure. Radjo says, Lawrence interception on the second play of the game. Wow. Uh, so that means the game is going. I'm going to wrap it up here in a second then. Uh, I'm going to let everyone go watch this game, and I'm going to go enjoy it too. But we'll be back all week for more 49ers playoff content. Uh, once the 49ers, you know, we know who they're going to play, we can really kick it into high gear. But thanks, everyone, for coming through and watching the 49ers reaction show. Looking forward to talking to you a lot more this week. Go enjoy the games tonight. Have a good time. And until the next time, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.